Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. Welcome in, podcast listeners. I appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Want to encourage you to go give us five stars. Danny G is reading those. We have got a loaded show for you. We break down the outcome of the the Rams' big win over the Patriots, what it told us. Cam Newton done. Will the Rams win the NFC West? We talk college football with Barrett Salee, with Chad Withrow, with Lance Taylor, also the NFL. Getting you ready for the weekend. Appreciate all of you. Go give us five stars on the podcast review. Thanks for downloading and hope you enjoy. The podcast begins now. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We are rolling into what I hope is going to be a really fun weekend of football. And we've already gotten underway with the NFL Week 13 action. And I got to tell you, it basically went exactly as I expected. The Rams dominated. And one big storyline here is that the Rams, I believe, are going to end up winning the NFC West. And I think you have to give praise to Sean McVay because he has remade his team in a really fascinating and interesting way. Uh, And the thing that he's done is Sean McVay was a genius on the offensive side of the ball. And that's when he went to the Super Bowl and everybody went out and they were like, oh, we want our own Sean McVay and Cliff Kingsbury and Kyle Shanahan and Zach Taylor. And basically, if you had any connection whatsoever to Sean McVay, you got a job as a head coach in the NFL. And now, when you watch these Rams, the defense is the strength of their team. 
And I think you have to give a lot of credit to Sean McVay for being able to remake his team and not basically try to win the only way he knows how to win. And the best coaches out there, the best coaches adjust based on the talent they have. Give credit to Nick Saban. It would have been easy for Nick Saban to stay committed to defensive football because that's what won him games. But he recognized that college football had evolved and he had to have a dynamic offense. And he went and found Tua. And now he's got Mac Jones. And he had Jalen Hurts. And the Alabama offense moved into the 21st century in a big way after for a long time the Alabama pro-style offense was so plodding and boring and there wasn't a lot to it that for a very long time you thought maybe football could pass Nick Saban by. Maybe Gus Malzahn and his offense was going to give Nick Saban a lot of trouble. But then Nick Saban just out-offensed everybody and his defense is still pretty solid. And I think you're seeing Sean McVay do that. And on top of that, remember that Sean McVay said after the Super Bowl, which was the last time we had seen the Rams and Patriots play prior to last night's game, he said that he was a little bit in awe of going up against Bill Belichick. And I think that's where we forget that Belichick is over 30 years older than Sean McVay. And it makes perfect sense if you're a young guy like Sean McVay who came up watching Bill Belichick that you could find yourself in a position where you get taken a bit in awe over how well and exciting it is to be in the Super Bowl against Bill Belichick and maybe you get taken advantage of a bit for that reason. And so I think the biggest story from last night is you have to give credit to Sean McVay for evolving, for taking advantage of Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey and building up the defense that he has and starting to lean a little bit more on the rush attack, not needing to have those offensive pyrotechnics that we saw when the Chiefs and the Rams had that glorious 50-50 to type game several years ago that heralded the beginning of Patrick Mahomes and and everything that was going on with the Rams at that point. So I think you have to give a lot of credit to him. The other thing I think you have to acknowledge, and I put up a poll question in the fourth quarter during the game last night, and I asked a simple question, and I'll get to it here in a moment, but a lot of you have the same opinion that I do. I said entering this season that to me the most interesting single player was Cam Newton because – Coming off of an injury-shortened season with the Carolina Panthers and getting to play for the best coach in the history of the NFL, in my opinion, and also getting to play alongside of what I think is a pretty compelling setup in general with Josh McDaniels and all of the culture and success that the New England Patriots have had over the years. I said, look, the ceiling for Cam Newton is... He comes out and proves that he's still got a lot of gas left in the tank and somebody is willing to give him a $100 million contract. I said that wouldn't wouldn't stun me. We've seen players remake themselves with new teams. The most recent example of that is Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill left the Miami Dolphins as a quarterback that nobody wanted 
and a guy that didn't appear to have a lot left in the NFL. And he got to the Titans, and it was the right fit, and he had the success, and he immediately became, when he took over, the man for the Titans, and they gave him $100 million. And you would have never believed that was possible prior to Ryan Tannehill ending up with the Titans. So I said, look, if I'm Cam Newton, I am looking at what happened with Ryan Tannehill. I am convinced that based on the fact that I've been an MVP before, that I can win at a high level and I can still play the quarterback position at a high level and I'm going to be able to do it on this reduced rate contract with Bill Belichick and I am going to prove everybody wrong and by the end of this season, there are going to be multiple teams bidding with me and I'm going to have another starting job. And I'm here to tell you that that fascinating question that we entered into the season with to me, has now been answered. We are 13 games through the season, and Cam Newton is, I believe, done as a full-time starter in the NFL. I don't, I'm not saying he might never start a game again. If he's willing to be a backup and or willing to sign somewhere when an, when an injury happens, I think it's possible that he can be a fill-in. But Cam Newton, to me, has never seemed like the kind of guy who was going to stand on the sideline holding a clipboard and feel good about that form of playing football. Cam is not going to humble himself like Jameis Winston. He's not going to go be a backup somewhere. He sees himself as a starter. He's already won the MVP. He sees himself as an icon. He won the Heisman Trophy. He won the National Championship. And he won the MVP in the NFL and he played in the Super Bowl. Wildly successful career for Cam Newton but I feel like it's over. I feel like last night, if you were watching Cam Newton at quarterback and you didn't think, okay, this guy doesn't have anything left, then you weren't watching very closely at all. They pulled him out of the game 24-3. They brought in Jared Stidham. He went 9-16 for for 119 yards, threw a pick that was returned for a touchdown, I mean, how many quarterbacks out there do you ever see only throwing the ball 16 times, especially when you're getting blown out like the New England Patriots were? And for Jared Stidham to have to come in and replace you, to me, if I'm the New England Patriots at this point, effectively, their opportunity to compete for a playoff is over, right? When you fall to 6-7, and given how many good teams there are, in the AFC, you may not be mathematically eliminated, but Bill Belichick and everybody at New England has to know that they are finished. And I think it's time to go ahead and give the reins to Jared Stidham for the next several games. Not that I think he's going to be a drastic improvement, but at least you can watch him play and see whether or not you want to think that he can be your starter next year. And so, to me, this was the story that proves uh, the, fir- the, the the latest chapter in a story that I think we know all how it's going to end. And I asked the question last night during the game, will Cam Newton ever be a starting quarterback in the NFL again after this season? Not a fill-in for an injury, a full-time starter. And if you still want to go vote in that this morning, you can. I put it up during the game last night, and a ton of you responded, and... of you 
said that you don't think Cam Newton will ever be a starting quarterback in the NFL again after this year. And again, somebody always responding, well, he might fill in. No, no, no. I'm talking about this is his team. He's the starting quarterback. Not he's a backup and somebody gets injured. I think that Cam Newton's career in the NFL is effectively over at this point in time. Dub, you are a hardcore Auburn man. I'll give you the final word. I know Auburn fans uniquely have a deep love for Cam Newton. How would you vote in this poll question? Well, I would vote no. And if you just look at the numbers, obviously when you look with your eyes, it, the answer is no, but sometimes you got to dig a little deeper. The numbers say no emphatically. He's played in 12 games now. He's only had three games this year where he's thrown for more than 200 passing yards. That's pretty much not even possible in today's NFL. That's right. I understand the Patriots don't have the best wide receivers. In fact, they probably have the worst repertoire not of a, Not a lot of good talent on this Patriot team, there's no doubt. But with Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick at the helm, you'd think they'd be able to you know, form some sort of passing game, and that just hasn't happened yet. And if you can't throw the ball in the NFL, then you can't play. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're 100% right in all that. And I think most of the people out there who are going to vote this morning, go vote in my poll uh, question. You can find me at Clay Travis. Go uh, get your vote in, along with tens of thousands of other people who were voting last night through the evening and on into this morning. The vast majority of the OutKick audience believes that Cam Newton is done. Be sure to catch live editions of OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, 
Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be bringing in my buddy Chad Withrow now at Withrow Zone, 104.5 The Zone in Nashville. You can hear him later this morning on that exact same station. If you are in the Nashville area, you can find him, as I just said, on Twitter at Withrow Zone. Chad, I know uh, I want to start off. Obviously, we've got a lot of NFL and college football related stories that are out there as we roll into the weekend, but I'm still in love, and I know you were as well, with the decision that was made by LSU to selflessly uh, restrict themselves from going to a bowl game. Tomorrow, they will lose likely to to Florida. They're around a 23-point underdog, which will drop them to 3-6. and They might well lose to Ole Miss if that game happens the final week of the season, which would drop them to 3-7. and This is an amazing move to ban themselves from a bowl game. Well, I think we should just take a second to applaud LSU for doing the right thing and really setting an example for the rest of the country that shows that, you know, cheaters don't prosper and that if you cheat, you should call yourself out and give yourself a a truly harsh punishment. Severe Like not going to a bowl game in 2020 uh, where there are no fans there anyways in the midst of a 3-7 and season. Clay, this is the equivalent of uh, you used to work at Abercrombie and Fitch, right? Oh yeah, back in the day, was that the store yes. you worked at? You, you yeah. got fired from Abercrombie I worked, and Fitch. I worked, uh, yeah. For people who don't know, I worked my my first ever job was at Media Play, which a lot of people don't remember, but that was the uh, was a big box retailer. They were going to sell every CD you could imagine. They had books, they had movies, uh, and I worked there in the book department. And then I worked at American Eagle which was like a, a still you know popular kind of teenage clothing chain. And then I went and worked at Abercrombie & Fitch uh, and when I was in college. I worked at the Pentagon City Mall. For people who know Washington, D.C., I would get on the, the, the metro, the subway in D.C., and I would ride to Pentagon City Mall. And I worked right near the Ritz-Carlton where Marv Albert, uh, which was a part of the Pentagon City Mall, where Marv Albert memorably put on women's underwear and bite and used to bite women. Do you remember that? Like that was his thing? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Who can and, forget? Yeah. Uh, he's such a good at calling NBA games that people have forgotten. And also where Monica Lewinsky was con- uh, confronted by Ken Starr. So I worked at that Abercrombie & Fitch, and I was fired from that Abercrombie and Fitch because uh, I went to a Washington Redskins Denver Broncos game that I got tickets for at the last minute instead of uh, showing up for work. So let's, let's carry out this analogy. So, so pick any of those, but we'll say Abercrombie and Fitch. Yeah. So Clay, this, what LSU has done, this is the equivalent of you working at Abercrombie and Fitch and getting caught stealing cash from the register 
And then as a self-imposed punishment, you decide that you are going to ban yourself from the awkward holiday party for the company. <laughs> and that's, and that's, that's going to be your punishment, and then everything is going to be fine. This is what LSU has done. They've decided we're not going to attend the awkward holiday party in hopes that the NCAA does nothing else to us. It is a total SEC move. Yeah, uh, It's hilarious on many fronts. Meanwhile, Will Wade just continues to coach without any penalties after being recorded by the FBI talking about a strong-ass offer that he made to Javante Smart and that he gave him. And, of course, there's no, you know, there's no paper trail for what's been paid to some of the LSU basketball players. Uh, I tweeted something about it, and LSU fans are saying, oh, there's no proof. There's no proof with Will Wade. The Blue Bloods have been doing it for years. Tell me, talk about Zion Williamson. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, you know, cheating happens in college sports. No one is denying that. I, I kind of wish. I've been arguing this for a long time. I wish everything was just 100% wide open, right? And, and what I mean by that is Carson Wentz got benched for, for Jalen Hurts, right? And what's the number one story about Carson Wentz? How much money he's making and the fact that he stinks. Not that he stinks, it's how much money he's making and the fact that he stinks. I kind of wish that there was just open bidding for anybody to go to any school that they want to go to. And that as a result of that, we knew who were the people that were getting paid that really stunk. Because I'll tell you now, fans get upset when a five-star recruit doesn't pan out at their school. Think about how much more upset fans would be if they had paid for that five-star recruit to go to their school and then he turns into a bum. Which happens pretty regularly, right? In fact, well, I think, just think like about, every five-star recruit that Tennessee has signed for the last decade has ended up being a bum. Yeah, to Tennessee some, somehow finds a way to find the, the one five-star that doesn't work out. Whatever that percentage is, the 2% of five-stars that don't pan out, uh, Tennessee finds them. But also, think of the heel turn of, of uh, let's say, a Will Wade at LSU, you know, who was on, on uh, recorded saying he made a strong-ass offer to a player. If coaches could come out and just say, so, did you think those two missed free throws at the end of the game when talking to the media? Do you think that was worthy of a new Mercedes for his mom that we gave him? I, I don't think so. I, I really think we should try to get some money back or get something back from them. I, I, I would love it if coaches could just come out and discuss what they gave or what a booster gave. See, a that, that's that's what's really so, angry with the player. That's what's so interesting to me about the whole pay for play concept is once you know what somebody's making, then the dynamics change in a big way. And the expectations get ratcheted up in a big way. But also, I'm kind of just curious. Like, I'm a guy who believes in markets, right? I don't ever get upset at anybody for what they get paid if they have talent, right? Now, you might say somebody's overpaid. You might say somebody's underpaid. But that's kind of how we talk about sports. In fact, salaries, contracts, free agency, that's a massive part, certainly, of talking about pro sports. But what would the value actually be? Because there are a lot of busts. And so I think I would be interested to see where the market would set itself because initially there would be a ton of money that would come flowing in, but just like any other marketplace, if you overpay for talent, then the market ends up setting itself back, right? And so not everybody's going to turn in, not every stock turns into Amazon, right? So the vast majority of stocks that you buy are going to perform mediocre, right? That's why you buy a basket of stocks. That's basically what a recruiting class is. It's a basket of potential uh, potential winners over the next three and four years. But you know how a recruiting class goes. 
there's five or six guys that live up to expectations. There's like 10 that are below expectations. And then you hope there's 10 that are above expectations. Or maybe there's five or six that are above, five or six are below, 10 that are about expectation. Whatever the math is, the math would set itself out in an interesting way. And I'm just kind of fascinated to see how it would all shake out. Well, this whole thing you're talking about, Clay, exists in college sports. And we talk about it with coaches. What's the first thing that comes up with Jim Harbaugh when he's not winning? It's his salary. It's how and, much he's and making. For Jimbo, and for Jimbo Fisher, before this season, it was like, oh, yeah. man, the Aggies are paying $7.5 million a year. They sure aren't getting their money's worth. Well, so here's, here would be my next question. When is the market going to shake itself out with college football coaches or college basketball coaches? At what point do the salaries start to go down so because this is, so many of these guys suck yeah, and get paid is, so much money to not do much? This is a fascinating point, and this has been my argument that I've made for a while. Never. And the reason why is because the way you prove that you care is by paying your guy somewhat close to somebody else's guy, right? So let me give you an example. Nick Saban makes around $10 million a year. Let's just round it up. He is by far, historically, the most dominant coach of all time. If you are the best at something, in a normal like winner-takes-all environment, Nick Saban would make like $50 million a year, and nobody else would make more than like 7 or $8 million a year in the SEC. In other words, Nick Saban would be like five times as highly compensated as everybody else. Same thing, by the way, LeBron James. Right In the NBA, LeBron James should be making $100 million a year because of the swing with which he will, you know, his movement swings the success rates of teams on a massive level. LeBron James is salary capped. There's no salary cap in college coaching. But what happens is schools will set the new bar with Nick Saban and then the teams that don't have Nick Saban well, Auburn's got to pay Gus Malzahn $7 million a year because if they're only paying $2 million a year, Auburn fans are like, why don't we compete with Alabama? It's because our coach isn't paid enough money, right? So Nick Saban's success is actually, he's the rising tide that is lifting every boat. So those guys, the way that schools prove they care, even if their guy is nowhere near half as good as Nick Saban, in the case of a guy like Gus Malzahn, oh, we'll pay him 70 or 80% of Nick Saban's salary because if we're not doing that, it looks like we're not trying as hard. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's, what you're bringing up, Clay, is, is spot on. And there's not many other industries or places where this type of pay happens. There are. I'm reading a book right now, and it, it talks about ice cream flavors. Okay, what are the top 10 ice cream flavors out there that people purchase? Well, number one is vanilla, number two is chocolate, and then it's like butter pecan. Well, yeah. people would think, okay, vanilla's number one. Well, then there's a slight drop-off in chocolate. Then there's a slight drop-off in butter pecan. Then there's a slight drop-off in cookies and cream. That's not the case at all. It is ten times the amount of vanilla as opposed to the tenth-place ice cream. It's about half that for chocolate. So when you look at this scale and you look at a chart, it's vanilla way up here. Then it goes down like stairs all the way down to someone that's at 10%. Well, what is the tenth? ranked coach in America get paid in terms of salary, the 10th best coach. They probably get paid pretty close, yeah. right? Maybe That's interesting. of what yeah. the number one does. And it doesn't work that way in, in other places. They should be making a 10th of what Nick Saban makes. Yeah. The 10th ranked coach should make a million dollars if Nick Saban's making 10. 
If the 10th grade coach is making $5 million, then Nick Saban should be making $50 million, to your point. Here's another point in that. Like, we're in the radio industry. Howard Stern makes $120 million a year, reportedly, under his new deal with Sirius XM. I'm not sure that anybody else makes more than $25 million, right? So Howard Stern is on an entirely different stratosphere. And by the way, I'm not 100% sure about this, but I think Rush Limbaugh would make around $25 million a year. And that's obviously a wildly successful radio guy. But Howard Stern is in a different stratosphere. Nobody else is making $100 million to Howard Stern's $120 or even $60, $70, $80, not even close to it, right? And that's been kind of the question in the world of sports with broadcast. Because Tony Romo is now making $17 million a year. And I've talked to a bunch of people in the broadcasting industry and the conversation they have is, is that Romo contract akin to what happened with Howard Stern or are there going to be multiple guys making $17 million a year? Is Troy Aikman going to be a $17 million a year guy? Is Chris Collinsworth? Is is the rising tide of Tony Romo going to lift everybody else's boat or... Are we going to end up in a situation where Romo is way more? And by the way, you know who's trying to test this right now? Jim Nance. Because Jim Nance is sitting around saying, wait a minute. My broadcast partner only for the NFL, Tony Romo, makes $17 million a year. I do the Masters. I do uh, the NCAA tournament. I call the Final Four. I do the Super Bowl. And, the, you know, NFL is just a part of what Jim Nance does. So if I'm Nance, I'm like, I deserve at least $17 million too, right? So we'll see whether the marketplace agrees. It's one of those where it's not fair, right? It's all about interest. It's all about the options for Tony Romo and where he could go. So they had to outbid at the time because in a fair market, in a fair world, Jim Nance, with the amount of work that he does, and as long as he's been around and as long as he's done it at a high level, Yes. He should be making a lot more than Tony Romo, uh, quite frankly. But the only way that Jim Nance is going to get the leverage necessary to somebody make else is going to have to hire him away. Yeah, is if ESPN tries to hire him away to pair him with Peyton Manning on Monday Night Football. Yeah, and say we're going to bring back the, the mystique and the prestige of Monday Night Football with these two guys. That's the only way he's going to make what he wants. Yeah, and that's why I've made the argument before. Like uh, for all these other SEC schools, I don't understand why they never just offered Nick Saban twenty million dollars. Like, right? I mean, if he's that much better than everybody else, why would you not offer him $20 million? Because then Alabama probably would pay him $21 million to stay. But at least then you're really curtailing their flexibility as a business, right? If they have an asset that they're underpaying, it allows them to make money other ways. Like, I've never, I mean, to me, Nick Saban on the open market is worth $25 million a year. Because I think within five years at a decent program, he would win you a national championship like he's done at Alabama. How much is that worth? A lot of money. Speaking of a lot of money, Withrow, would you retire as a college football fan if Sarah Fuller kicked a field goal to beat Tennessee on Saturday? Because, (laughs) Because not only would it be the pain of losing to an 0-8 Vanderbilt team as... The kicker comes in, who's never actually been a kicker before, bombs one through to win. But also, because she's a female kicker, that treatment, that movie, immediately becomes the new Rudy. 
and you are never able to escape it. And every time you turn on the television, like Rudy's on conservatively 365 days a year somewhere. Rudy's always on, right? The movie Rudy. That would She would be the new Rudy. And that game would be everywhere. And Tennessee would be the perpetual villain. Now, most people don't even remember who Rudy is playing against. It's Georgia Tech when Notre Dame, when he makes his sack. But so fortunately, Georgia Tech is not a huge part of this story. But Vanderbilt beating their hated in-state rival with the female kicker making, it doesn't even have to be a field goal. It could be an extra point. Would you feel compelled to retire as a University of Tennessee football fan? Would I feel compelled to retire? Would you? Yes. Yes. Would I, would I, would I retire? <laughs> Probably not. Would I take at least a season off of any emotional attachment or care whatsoever about the sport of college football? Absolutely. Would I avoid that movie on TNT running for the next the weekend, 40 years of your again? life? Like, like, uh, like the plague. Absolutely. I would avoid it at all costs. I mean, I, I've said this. I think that Jeremy Pruitt and Philip Fulmer should have some sort of gentleman's agreement, a handshake agreement before this game, that if Jeremy Pruitt loses to Vandy with 45 scholarship players uh, and, and everything going on with that program right now, Tennessee, I think, is it's up to a 15-and-a-half point favorite in that yeah. game. If Jeremy Pruitt were to lose this game, Jeremy Pruitt should just go into Philip Fulmer and resign immediately after the game and say, look, this just isn't working out. Uh, I thought I could do it, but I'm more of a defensive coordinator. I'm going to go to Bama or go somewhere else and be a defensive coordinator again because this I, just isn't happening. I, love I don't that think idea. that'll happen because, but because I do think Tennessee continues to play hard. I don't see any real give up with the team. They're they're just not playing well. So I think that they win on Saturday. But man, what what a story that would be, Clay, if your scenario played out. Well, I think also Jeremy Pruitt on the opposing team sideline. I think he would have to just take his headset off. And I don't even think he goes to the media. I think he just walks right out of the stadium. Like, his career is over. Like, goes and hails an Uber on West End Avenue outside. He's like, yeah, I'm out. You know, I, I'm not even getting on the team uh, team bus to drive back or whatever else. Uh, but it would be. I mean, you agree with me that it would be the next Rudy, yeah, right? He, they would make a movie. Yeah, it I mean, would be I everywhere. Think, I, I think just the whole thing, you know, like the, the little uh, the, by, the bylines in the movie about what happened to every character. Yeah. In the movie, it would just have something. Jeremy Pruitt, after this game, went back to Alabama and coached a high school team for the next 20 years of his career. And we never heard from him again. Never did any interviews uh, to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's sort of what I, would happen with this story. Like He would just emerge at some two-way high school you know, outside of Huntsville, and that's where he would finish out his career after that game. I think that there would be a character modeled on me who would be one of the big villains, right? Like There would be a media person who had made fun of the 25-yard kick and like uh, either they would have a star turn where they end up like crying on the field like, oh, my life has changed forever. I didn't know a woman could make an extra point. And they would, and that would be like me. Or Clay, you yeah, would, would be, you would be, uh, if you remember the movie Any Given Sunday, we both love the night. Yeah, yeah. Like 1999, I want to say. Do you remember the character that was modeled after Jim Rome? Yes. And his name was Jack Rose, and John yeah. C. McGinley plays yeah. that character. You would have a John C. McGinley type character actor playing, you know, uh, Charles Thomas instead would, of Clay Travis in this movie. That would just it would be modeled after you, yes. but not you specifically. I might give them the rights to my name because I look. I mean, the, the reality. If you always ask this question, by the way, can you come back for us for one more segment? 
Yes. Uh, all right, let's get an update. But as we go to break, I want you to think about this. The reality is, whatever people say, like my audience is substantial enough that those of you out there listening right now who like me, you're going to keep coming back for years and years and years, no matter what, because you trust me and you buy into this show and everything else. The people who don't like me are going to believe whatever the worst possible thing that someone could say about me was, Right. And so I'm not even concerned about it. I would actually find it kind of humorous if they had some awful, horrible human being pretending to be me in the movie. Like, whatever. It does, I, I've got a big enough audience now that I wouldn't care. The people who get screwed in those scenarios are the people who have no reputation whatsoever, who have no fan base, and then there's somebody who plays them in a movie uh, like they're talking about The Crown right now is they're doing the Princess Die seasons of The Crown. Like, a lot of people don't know many of the characters there, and they get absolutely defined 100% by whatever happens in a movie like that. Maybe that would happen for me. I wouldn't care. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestine tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their redestein test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Chad Withrow is with us at Withrow Zone. He'll be on 104.5 The Zone, the station he works at later today. All right, Withrow, uh, question for you, and you may not have even heard this discussion yesterday, but Danny G, Roberto, uh, Dub, and Eddie Garcia are the people who work on the show with me, producing, doing a variety of behind the scenes, and also talking on the air. So I am in a high-end fantasy football league, all right? Uh, And I have advanced to the playoffs. And it's about a 50-50 matchup that I'm in in this round. There are six teams in the playoffs. The high-end payout, if I were to win this fantasy football league, is $30,000, first place. Second place gets $15,000. Third place gets $10,000. And fourth place gets $5,000. Every year, I give a Christmas bonus to the guys on the show. Yesterday on the program, live on the air, they had to decide whether they wanted to risk their Christmas bonus in exchange for the totality of my winnings in this fantasy football league playoffs. What do you think about their decision? I, I think that so they made the decision to risk it. They, they, yeah, they are going to. Risk they, it. they rolled the dice instead of getting their Christmas bonus, which I give to everybody on the show at the end of the year. They have put their, they pushed their chips into the table. And potentially, if I were to win first place, they would get $30,000 to distribute among the four of them. Uh, second yeah. place, they would get 15K, third place, 10, and fourth place, five. But to a large extent, it comes down to what happens on Sunday with the Fantasy Football League in what is a basically 50 50 matchup in the Fantasy Football League playoffs. Yeah, I think Danny G and the fellows have never paid you a better compliment than they're paying you right now. That Believing in my fantasy their, football their Christmas league. Christmas bonus uh, on, your, on your abilities as a decision maker and a fantasy football manager. I also think that they should ask if they can contribute uh, to decision making. Now that you're in the playoffs, this should be kind of a collaborative effort. Between because of all the money the that they have at they stake. have stakes in it. Yeah. Yes, because it's, it's, it's their money that they're playing with now, too. Their possible uh, Christmas bonus. So, they should be allowed to get in on the laptop with you and look through your roster and look at possible moves out there and try to make moves. With there are you. no, there are no way, moves. This, this, this high end, this yeah. high end fantasy league, you're in, it, it's like, is this like the celebrity Tinder? You know, where you only you have to be an A list celebrity to be on this dating app? Like, what is this high stakes fantasy football league you're in? I'm very interested in this. So there are 12 of us in the league. So, you know, there's $60,000 in the pot. And uh, to start the season, everybody has a $5,000 buy-in. 
And uh, there are a bunch of people in the world of sports media. I don't want to put it. I, I've said before, I'll, I'll name two of them because we talk about it sometimes on the television show. Cousin Sal and Todd Furman from Fox Bet Live, my television show, are in it. And then there are nine other people in the league outside of, uh, outside of, uh, outside of us. So gamblers, sports media people, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a, it's an in- intriguing collection. This is like the eyes wide shut party of fantasy football. Well, except, is except what I'm yeah, that's a, that's an interesting combo, <laughs> except with way less good looking people. <laughs> and, and less math. I'm and less sex. And less sex. I'm also. I'm also guessing less sexual activity. But uh, yeah, yes, possibly. it's just like eyes Maybe. wide shut, except with no sex and ugly people. <laughs> no, I, I look. I, I I wish you well, Clay. But more than anything else, I wish your crew well. Uh, yeah, I hope you I, win it for them. I I really don't care as much about your winning or your happiness, but I I do root on their happiness so that you win and you can give them a nice sizable bonus. All right, so uh, last couple of questions for you here as we finish off the uh, the first hour of the Friday edition of the program. Um, what do you expect to happen in the college football playoff, and were you surprised by the decision at all that the Big Ten made in regards to Ohio State? Not surprised by the Big Ten. They know Ohio State is their chance at uh, winning a national championship, so certainly their shot at getting into the playoff. I mean, I, I think that it's been a very boring season, quite frankly. Uh, from the respect of who are the best teams in the country. Notre Dame has been a bit of a surprise, as good as they've been. But, I mean, let's face it, who is it every year? It's Alabama, it's Clemson, it's Ohio State. I mean, if we're all really looking at it objectively, those are the three best teams uh, in college football. Uh, I don't think there's a lot of mystery around that. It's going to be one of those three teams. And, uh, you know, I I don't like the decision by the Big Ten, necessarily. I don't think it's, it's particularly fair. But it is the right decision by that conference. If you're looking at a business decision, making sure that Ohio State can be in that playoff and be in the Big Ten championship game, that's what's right for that conference. Uh, yeah, I think it is the right decision. I'm not surprised at all by it, but it is kind of intriguing, certainly, to see the way that that has, uh, that has all shaken out. Uh, we're talking to Chad Withrow at Withrow Zone, 104.5 The Zone there. Chad, appreciate you hanging out with us, man, and uh, we will talk to you uh, hopefully next week. Always fun, Clay. Thanks for having me. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it product availability just one part that makes o'reilly stand apart the professional parts people oh 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 o'reilly auto parts at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, 
We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.